And now on this episode of Miami Miked Up, I welcome in Marlins pitcher Jesus Lazardo. Jesus, a repeat guest on Miami Miked Up. This is what your maybe your third or fourth time on here. I feel like you've been one of the most recurring uh, Miami Marlins. How does it feel to know that you're one of our most recurring guests? I mean, makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, I always like talking to you, so uh, you know, happy to be here. Glad to have you back. Uh, we're going to cover a bunch of different things here across Marlins baseball, maybe a little fantasy football. We were just talking about it before we started rolling. Um, but first and foremost, I want to know what's something recently outside of baseball, outside of work, that's brought you joy? Oh, uh, I mean, a lot of things. Uh, lately, I've been playing more golf, which uh, man, brings joy in my life. For okay. Sure. Uh, me, D-Rob, uh, Brax, we've been getting out and uh, been, been able to play a couple times on the road, and it's been a lot of fun, uh, kind of just a distraction away from baseball. And I feel like later on in the year, we've been playing a little bit more, and it's kind of been helping us kind of just get away from the game. Okay, so it's mostly been the three of you. You, Robertson, and Brax have have, have played a few times. Where have you gone on the road? What, what uh, I mean, have you guys checked out? We've played all over. We, we have some special guests every once in a while. We have Hoeing or Nardi come in, but for the most part, it's us three, uh, me, Brax, uh, D-Rob, we've been... And it's at, the pitcher, so you don't have to yeah. worry about messing up your swing. So exactly. everything's fine. Uh, we played in L.A., we played in Colorado. Um, man, I'm trying to think. We played a couple times. We've had an off what do, you, what do you like about golf specifically that, like, what about that gets your competitive juices flowing? Uh, that, I think, just being competitive and, like, being competitive, but not it being my job. Uh, right. I mean, we're super competitive every time we go pitch but uh, at the same time that's your job so you got you know it's kind of different uh when you go out there and have fun with your friends and um you're, you're competing but it's not necessarily work you know you right. have an off day you're not going to get all frustrated and pissed off so uh i think it's a great way to just go out there and kind of relax i think that's fun and i think it's it's funny to think that you guys do have to be competitive for work but there's still that competitive part of you that wants to go out there and compete and do something that's just not actually what you're doing for work so let's talk about work a little bit let's talk about baseball you've had a, a tremendous season i know um, there was a patch in there that you'd probably like to forget of like three, four starts. But outside of that, I mean, this has been another season of ascension for you. So what would you say has been the biggest factor going into this season of, okay, let me take another step forward here in my career? Well, I think first off, just like being able to get out there every five, six days whenever they ask me to. Um, that's number one. I feel like injuries have hurt me in the past. And I, that's something I really try to take um, just a lot of care of in the off season and just really get ready for every year obviously it's been frustrating in the past but this year it's been a lot better and then uh just being able to kind of move on past those rough starts i feel like uh, i had four in a row or five in a row whatever it was at the time but uh, throughout the year i feel like i've sprinkled in you know every once in a while and uh, it's going to happen and it's just a matter of knowing that it's going to happen and you got to keep moving on you can't just be stuck and um you know frustrated and stay like that what's helped you get to that mentality has that been from speaking with other pitchers speaking with guys like sandy speaking with mel stottlemyre or just sort of your own personal experience i think it's a little bit of everything uh talking with you know the rest of the pitchers like cueto sandy you know guys that have been in the league for longer than i have and and been through it um you know talking to cueto i mean he told me he you know he had years where he re really struggled and then and then years where he really dominated and uh you know it's all about kind of just keep going, keep pushing forward and talking to Mel, um, you know, not, not doubting your stuff. You have a bad outing. They, you know, take you deep a couple of times. Don't doubt it. Um, you know, maybe it was just the pitch location or the pitch selection, but, um, 
there's other ways to go about it as to just doubt yourself. So I feel like talking and just being able to, like you said, going through the experiences, like 21 was a really tough year. Um, just being able to go past that, like now I feel like it's not, you know, not it's not the end of the world. I imagine you've learned a lot in terms of, and we talked about it before the season, but in terms of like pitchability throughout this season, because you can, you can see in your approach more of the slide step, more of trying to throw guys off with timing, more of a lot of the little things that makes a pitcher a pitcher. And so when you look at, at this season in particular and you guys competing at this level, how fun has it been to be a part of a team that this year has competed, you know, not just at a high level, but at, at one point in the season, you guys are 14 games over 500. Now, you know, you're a team that's won six in a row at the time of this interview in the heat of a wild card race. How, how motivating is that internally as, as a solo performer on this team? I mean, in, incredibly uh, motivating. I just feel like uh, you just want to add like your little grain of salt to, to the to the puzzle, I guess you could say, uh, you know, so every every little start, every pitch, whatever it might be, like I just wanna be able to add to what everyone's contributing. And at the end of the day, if everyone contributes a little bit, we're gonna end up winning a lot of games. So I feel like that's the mentality that we've taken. And, uh, you know, just just be yourself, go out there and have fun and do what you can do. And I feel like everyone knows that what we what each other can do together uh, combines into a really great team. So I feel like we're, we're all bought into that. You know, you talk about the mentality and obviously one, one of the big differences between last year and this year is, is a brand new manager and Skip Schumacher. And he talked about from the very beginning of the season, sort of that game by game, one and oh mentality of going out there and wanting to win and going out there and, and competing. Um, but it seems like from day one, this group has bought into to his message and his coaching staff's message. So what what has stood out to you the most about, you know, sort of the change in culture that you've seen this season and and what it is like to now play here for the Miami Marlins and Skip Schumacher. Yeah, I feel like, um, yeah, my last two years here were great. And I think we had, you know, great management. But this year, it's just a little different. Like you said, I feel like the culture has changed a little bit. I feel like we have more of that, like, no BS, you know, Skip will just tell to you how it is and the rest of the coaches as well. And I feel like that's what we need. And that's, that's what makes us good. Um, you know, always very respectful player friendly coach, always has his door open, um, you know, manager that we can go and talk to whenever we want. Um, you know, knows how to how to take it easy sometimes and relax. So I mean, he's got he's got the best of both worlds, and uh, the rest of the coaching staff as well. I feel like uh, you know the team that he brought in, and as well with the guys that we already had here. Um, you know, Mel's a, a great key piece for me. Uh, just someone I like to bounce ideas off of all the time and just talk to. But um, John Jay, I mean, we got Pipe, we got Rod, we got everyone that uh, you know. Just everyone again, same thing. Kind of adds their little puzzle piece and I feel like it just makes us uh, a big you know like a unit like one group it does feel like sort of a familial environment this year um, when you talk about that family like you guys just had to go through what essentially is some trauma as a family over the last couple of days with Sandy and, and Solaire headed to the IL so as moments like that happen and you guys need to you know persevere yet through another challenge what's it like in the clubhouse what are those moments like with with leadership you know how do you guys rally together and then how incredible is it to like respond to that with all right here's a nine run fifth inning from our offense and here's you know a bullpen game with Cabrera coming back and and making the type of performance that he did I mean how 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 does that all come together yeah I mean I think it's uh I feel like that all comes together from everyone buying in. And obviously it's a huge blow to us. You know, we, we take away Solar, you take away Sandy, two of our biggest guys. Um, you know, an important pieces of that clubhouse that, you know, everyone obviously looks up to and respects to them a lot. So um, those are gonna be 
pieces of the puzzle missing for now but um like you said i feel like we bounced back yesterday really well and just being able to get that nine run inning i feel like got our spirits back up and you know know that we're not just going to roll over for for any other team because we're missing our side young and our and you know got our second or third hitter of the lineup so i feel like for us yesterday was super important and i know that sandy and Soler are always going to be with us and you know they're fully supporting us each step of the way so i feel like you know like you said it's like a family for us so sticking with sort of the team mentality here looking forward you guys got a few weeks left in the season um you know we heard skip say you guys are gonna have to be creative with how you use pitchers with how you guys replace the production that Jorge Soler brings into the lineup um how does this team you know and and as we're having this conversation in six in a row could be seven in a row as people are listening or it could be a couple of great series in a row as people are listening but Nonetheless, you're right there in the wild card race, either the third team in the wild card spot or just on the outside looking in. How does this team make the playoffs? What will it take over the next few weeks? And, you know, what do you think you guys will do to get it done? Uh, I mean, I feel like it's going to take it all starts with the pigeon, I feel like. So I feel like it's going to take our starting rotation to get going and start games off hot. And then, uh, you know, I feel like our offense is clicking, starting to click, especially lately. So um, really, I mean, we have so much pop in that lineup that all it takes is really a bloop and a blast when we're back in the game if we're down or we're up. So um, I think it's just going to be a mixture of both. Uh, we have a lot of faith in our the back end, like all, obviously all our bullpen. We have faith in all of them, and then uh, the rest of the starters. So I feel like pitching is the key for us. Uh, once we get off on the right foot, pitching wise, I feel like the offense comes in and clicks after us. So let's go back to you real quick before we wrap up with a couple of other sports questions. For you this season, you know you got to come into this year. Um, I think probably in a different space competitively, knowing like all right, I have my spot in the rotation. How how much levity? does it bring to you to be able to approach a season as yes i am a major leaguer there isn't unless there's a major catastrophe from performance a real threat of me going down i have my spot in the rotation and i can just kind of grow from there how much does that sort of confidence being instilled in you help you grow as a player i mean in an incredible amount uh at first, I thought I would never really uh, kind of play that mental part in my mind, but I, I would never thought, and I never will think, I th- it, you know, in my mindset that I'll never go into a spring training and say I have my job because I like to work for my job and I like to fight for the right to be in that starting rotation. But at the same time, this year, like you said, I felt like I just had a little more leniency, like knowing you're probably going to have a starting rotation job. Just go in there, be ready, be healthy, uh, and get ready for the season. And I feel like that's kind of just like that weight off your shoulders that um, – you know, you have a little bit of weight. You know, you you obviously want to fight, like I said, for your job, but you are, you are at the same time want to know and have that kind of pressure relieved going into spring training that you just need to go be healthy, get your work in, and be ready to go for when the time comes. And so that work that you've done, what what would you say is the way you've improved the most as a pitcher through this season? You know, you start day one, obviously there's work you've done in the off season, but from the start of the season forward, what's the thing you think you've done that, you would say has improved your game the most i would say just um every year i feel like i I say this but i feel like this year has been the most improvement on it and just slowing the game down just really thinking about making pitches and i used to even at the beginning of the year i would used to try to just out stuff everyone and and basically tear a wall down um but and that's the way i kind of work 
um, which works for me, but at the same time, I need to find that happy medium of just go out there and make a pitch and in the right location, and then your stuff's plenty for it. So um, that's something that Mel has tried to pound in my head for a long time, and it's finally starting to click. Uh, I know he gets frustrated with me, but it's um, that it's, I mean, it's just making sense now. Yeah, of course, man. I, I can only imagine being Mel watching you and Auri and Sandy and all of these guys with just this unbelievable stuff, just saying, hey, man, challenge these guys because nobody's going to touch you. Um, let's wrap this up with a couple of, of, of other sports real quick. I want to hear your thoughts on this past Heat and Panther season and your expectations for both of these teams. I got to talk to you about it every time we talk on, on the record. Your feelings, I know it was Florida Panthers night last night at the ballpark. UD is going to be here tonight. How, how cool for both of those events? And then, you know, how much were you enjoying these, these runs over the last uh, few months? I mean, me being a South Florida kid, it was incredible for me. I, I go to a lot of Panthers games, so I'm there all the time. I try to get out to Heat games as, as much as possible. But, I mean, UD here tonight, I grew up watching UD, so obviously it's, he's a legend for me. Um, I, got, I was able to say what's up to him last time he was here. But same thing with the Panthers last night. I mean, just big fans. Um, being able to go out and watch them do their thing and then having them come here, I think it's awesome, you know, kind of like that city uh, starting to connect. But I think they're going to make a big run this year personally. I mean, I'm a big fan, so I can't root against them. But uh, I think both of them make the playoffs again and hopefully make that run into, you know, the championships. Here's what we do. In the same way that they distracted from the beginning of your guys' season, you guys make a run into October, distract from the beginning of their seasons, and then they can get on with it after that. Um I am going to leave with this one, and I'm sorry to not ask you about fantasy football because we were talking about it before, but I want to leave actually with it had to be the coolest thing to start on the night that the 2003 team was celebrated. And I imagine with that being you know, one of your first baseball memories as a South Florida kid, there was a super full circle moment in getting to start when, man, Josh Beckett's in the building. What were the emotions like that night? How cool was it sharing that with your mom and dad and your family and you know, how, how special is it to now be sitting here 20 years later chasing a playoff spot? I mean, it's incredible when you think about it. It's full circle, um, you know, that truly is. I think, I mean, my parents definitely enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Uh, unfortunately, I was extremely frustrated with how that night went. I, can't, I Dude, I was so mad for you because I was like, this guy's made so many great starts this season, and I know how bad he yeah. probably wanted this one. No, I did. I did. I wanted to make it a, you know, a great start, but um, you know, it wasn't my night. And I, and But at the end of the day, I mean, being able to pitch in front of those guys, I mean, I watched Josh Beckett pitch uh, countless times when I was growing up, uh, Mike Lowe, I mean, all those guys. Uh, I can just go on, list, on that list. But uh, for me, it was incredible. I thought it was awesome. Being able to wear those throwback unis and have them in the building, it was a fun time. And hopefully we get to do it again in October. Yes, let's make that happen in October. Jesus Lazardo having an incredible season for the Miami Marlins and always an incredible guest here on Miami Mic'd Up. Thank you. Appreciate it.